0: What did you do to these? Did you dump them in the trash and then pull them out? Because there's lint f- on my
1: mic. There's lint. Too. Okay, well we have the cart now, and so lint, I guess, just gets on the. Is cart.
2: Is there like a contraband cat somewhere in here, just getting hair on everything? Is
0: there, a Boogie? I-,
1: I don't know, Kathy. All I know is I'm not going to do a the show with now. lint
0: hanging off of you. I'm not going to look at that. The whole. show. I don't show. even
1: know where it is, Mew. It's Mew. Can you come and de-lint, Daddy? <laughs>
0: Apparently, because Kathy is. <laughs> he's been rolling about my around lint. like a cat.
1: Well, now we set up and tear down the show every week because we're in the main room at Threshold. So, like dust, what? Where's lint?
0: I can't. On his tank top, it was hanging from his.
1: That Kathy, that was it was was,
0: literally dangling
1: (laughs) from my ear.
0: You're moving your head, and it's going. I'm like, okay, Uh, I can't do this. All right,
1: now we are ready.
0: She gave you a kiss on your bald head
1: we can do a show (laughs) The following show is for mature audiences only Listener discretion is advised And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself One, two, three, four Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play Enthusiastic it for was. nobody being here. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion.
0: Recording live from an almost empty main room at Threshold. Hello. Hi. <laughs>
2: Hello? <laughs> Greetings.
0: <laughs> I'm Kathy.
1: I'm Del. I am Count Boogie and over there is Sombrero Unger.
0: Hello, boogie! Oh That's, my God! It's Dream Unger. It's Dream Unger. <laughs> I'm scared.
1: <laughs> dream, hello, Dream Unger. <gasps> hello, boogie. <sighs> See, you know why we have Dream Unger? Why? Because apparently, like nine thousand perverted podcast listeners Do all we even dream. Have. All, no, we don't. Just <laughs> fucking go with the
0: exaggeration. <laughs> Fuck! I have to point out. How late you know, we, we have are. new listeners Let coming him have every his dream week
2: about a dream.
1: Every week we have new listeners coming. <laughs> Kathy, they don't. They haven't looked at the SoundCloud
0: stats. As far as they know, we do have 9,000 do, so <laughs> we
1: could be like, well, you know, 9,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> all j- okay, so like five people dreamed about Unger this <laughs> <laughs> week.
0: And they all told them.
1: Which is 80% of our show. But most right. of them
3: actually aren't listeners because half of them are actually other side of life. You had to
0: bring that up, didn't you, like, Unger? not my
2: non-kinky friends.
3: Had wow, just everyone's up. dreaming you about those. your yeah. hot it's, fucking it's, Unger bod. Makes it even weirder that it's... It's dream Vanillas. hunger. Everywhere. So now it's
1: dream hunger. So any good dreams that people had? Apparently, about
3: Apparently, no. They're they're mostly oddly, weirdly good dreams.
1: You too. said some. You someone you were hovering over. Yeah, they were like we're at a party and all the like friends the were there. The Goodyear Unger God.
0: Yeah. Goodyear Unger. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Goodyear Hunger <laughs> God just floating over people. <laughs> Pretty
0: much, <laughs> just, uh, floating dream hunger. Oh, so that's now so we have, freaky. you know, I flew or on, dream on a blimp hunger. once.
1: Have you ever been in a blimp?
0: I do not like heights, so no.
1: It was well. I mean, it's it's, a, it's an aircraft. You I know. don't care. I don't. It like was. Uh, it's literally. I There's think I walls. I think I talked about it on the show um, when yeah. I was a teenager, like late teens. Like my the you know my girlfriend, her her mom was being flirted by by some of the guys that. That work at that place, and they gave her free passes to fly on the Goodyear blimp. And so she brought us. There
0: goes Little Boogie. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was like 17. Oh. And, uh, so tiny. Yeah, yeah. I was just fucking <laughs> wreck, just wreck, uh, Boogie. But yeah, it's like kind of just literally to fly it, there's a left and right pedal and like a wheelchair wheel for up and down, and then just, you know, a little pull for the motor. And the That's pilot, pretty much it. Know, it only goes like 55 miles an hour and you just float around and, cool. and you just, he has his arm out the window and it's, it's pretty amazing to be floating <laughs> up there. So there, there's my uh-huh. blimp story.
0: Did you know that um, the chat room is now having meetups without us? What? Led by Unger?
3: was <laughs> not even led by me.
0: Led Hunger, by Unger, he's now having perverted podcast up. meetups.
3: You're making things up. I don't think so. Are people meeting? Would there, there happened to be a small get together this weekend of a certain number of small number of people. Okay. And Unger was there. Uh, <laughs> he
0: led the perverted podcast meetup, which neither you nor I. Was I part had no, of no idea. I was I just know. attending. Use so, his excuses, Unger.
3: And I taught people stuff while there.
0: See, at least he, there was one of us representing the show.
1: I was <laughs> teaching. Well, you know, we have to know about our events, Taffy, in order for us it to works. actually show up. I really it, don't feel any guilt or shame. <laughs> this is literally the first I'm hearing about it. was
3: a small gathering, kind of impromptu. <sighs> but impromptu. But really. All right.
1: Well, I'm but very glad that uh, we, Kathy and I, <laughs> were not there in spirit.
0: I wonder what we were doing. You, when you would was have this? to travel, Boogie. Oh, oh was it? No, oh, mind. yeah. No,
1: no. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, see, fuck see, them. See, fuck our that's listeners. The that's the You know, uh, that's if it comes thing. to you leaving have, the house. You'd have to travel. Don't but, make but, me leave the cave. I love Teach the cave.
3: Fire and set things on fire. Yeah. Made oh, big fireballs. <laughs>
0: Kathy? Yes?
1: I am so punchy.
0: You were, the minute I walked in tonight, you were like all so over the punchy. place. I mean,
1: incredible weekend, incredible weekend, not just with Bunny or Mew, but we have a, a new person that we've been playing with and, and, uh, and there was like a lot of communication. Like I was real like on the fence, like, oh, okay, how is this going? You know? Cause of course, you know, everyone's into Mew and Bunny and I'm like, Hey, what about mm. me? <laughs> um, but it was just a lot of great communication and, and some heavy stuff you know you find out about people and you find out their things and then bunny had uh you know kind of some personal crisis which we're gonna actually is kind of on the theme of uh the fet life stuff so cool. i won't get i won't get into that all right. but it was just a lot of i mean besides all the sex and play and, and wonderfulness and uh mew having an orgasm in the drive-thru of uh crispy cream donuts um mew, other than you that did not uh, what, what? No, no. They just... have drive-thrus? <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, we went on an adventure last night. She's she's nodding. We went on an adventure she's last smiling. night because Mew had had, you know, because, you know, like we talk about like going at night and pulling in like, you know, store parking lights after they've closed and like doing spanking and little kinky stuff. So I had, you know, these three lovely, gorgeous women. And uh, they, want, they were all down for an adventure, so Bunny wanted to be the chauffeur, and then uh, our, new, our new friend uh, wanted to be there, too, and then I was in the back seat with Mew, giving her spankings, and of course, we brought an adapter for the lighter so she could have her Hitachi, you know, in there, and we just started driving around, and then it started to get like s- this innocent challenge kind of thing, because Mew's like, I have to pee. And I'm like, you know, it's everywhere. So I'm like, great, get out of the car right here on this curb and pee. And you know, so she peed right there. And of course, oh you know, Bunny God. was completely embarrassed and humiliated. In the and our new, uh, we don't have a name for her yet, so that's why I keep no. saying the new person. Didn't
0: we just, didn't we just a few months ago discuss scening in public? Well, there it was night,
1: you know, Uh so there's no one there. Yeah, yeah. We also talked about the fact that there's a (laughs) double, there's a double (laughs) Double standard, Standard. there's a double standard, and I really just don't give a fuck anymore. Um, You know, there was no kids around or or anything. Okay. Um, So yeah, so yeah, so she peed and and dropped her tampon in the curb, and uh, what? Uh, uh, Multiple (laughs) liquids. So.
0: to know this, and I'm pretty sure our listeners don't want to know. Oh, yeah, know they it do, either. so it was
1: amazing. And so then we go and we drive through this big shopping center, and we're and I'm like, Girls, you know, you want donuts? And we're like, Yeah. And so, so I'm there, we're in the drive through, and it's kind of like a what do you call them, SUV kind of thing that uh, Bunny's uh, driving us in, and so I'm like, totally. You know, have my thumb inside of Mew while she's got the thing, and and so she had an orgasm in the drive-through while we were waiting to order our donuts. And
0: not while you were ordering, right? No, no, okay.
1: no, 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 no. Um, but I might have uh, embarrassed Bunny a little bit by putting the Hitachi out the window, uh, you know, and waving it, you know, violently. And uh, she actually got very angry. Um, she threatened to break my finger. Oh. It was just one. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. So it was good, and then, of course, the other girl had to pee, and so she liked the humiliation thing, so then we went back to a different place, and I made her get out and and pee you just
0: had your girls urinating so it was just all over it was just it was oh buggy, and we
1: just laughed and just it was it was amazing, but well, there was as long as I was so good I was so overwhelmed by all the control and power exchange and communication and heavy topics and sexy time and and just you know you're just like. You're gonna crash eventually. Yeah, you know you're gonna crash. And so today I was just like, okay, do all the things, breathe, meditate, grounding. We're gonna talk about grounding in a little bit. And so, uh,
0: but it was a good week. But it was it was you. great. That's I mean, great. It, it was
1: it was. I I really needed you know that kind of intense level of of focus and concentration because I was you know I had so long that I was kind of out of it, and this is like back into the. You know, full daddy kind of sir mode thing, and and so it was real. It was real good for me. Nice. What are you up to? What'd you do? What is it? What is what, what is it? Uh, wait, wait. What's? Can you read your own notes? I, th- I, these aren't mine. That's you. What?
0: This? That's th- me. Oh, drive through fucking. Yes, that's so weird. We both have a drive through. Wait a sexy. minute, that's
1: yours. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's weird. I put that in there. I didn't even know about your story. See, the listeners should know t- that we try uh, really hard not to discuss these K- topics beforehand.
1: Kathy, why don't you tell me about your instance in it's a drive-thru? It's not what you think
0: it is. Huh? It wasn't an actual drive
1: through What happened?
0: Well, I, uh, you know, Creative Explorer had stuff to do this weekend, the second half of the weekend, and I had stuff to do the first half of the weekend. Okay. So we weren't going to get together, and I was talking to my good friend, Whip Paddle, and I was telling him, you know, he's got stuff to do, and I got stuff to do. And he's all, yeah, but you have this window in the center, like Saturday night, where you could get together. I'm all fine. What? I don't need that kind of attention. I'm not that pathetic that I got to just show up for because I got a small window in which I get to see Creative Explorer. I can see go I got shit to You're do. <laughs> don't, don't, it just made me I don't me sound need so no man in my life. That's exactly what it is. Like. You can't just
1: hold my thunder. <laughs>
0: The Saturday afternoon comes around and I'm like, I wonder what Creative Explorer (laughs) is doing. You failed! I failed, failed big time. There's nothing wrong I with that. give him a call and he's all, yeah, coming over. I drive over there. He's in his underwear playing video games. Oh,
1: man. Just all fucking heap of man. I texted
0: <laughs> Whip Paddle and I'm like, I just, I am a spineless dweeb. <laughs> I actually caved and I came over for a quickie because we, I ended up sitting there looking at his, I was helping them do his Quicken accounts and. And then we talked a little and we had dinner and I came back and I said, I'm tired. I'm just going to take a nap while you play your video games. So I go take a nap. And then he comes over and we take a naked cuddling nap. And then he wakes up and he fucks me and I leave. And I'm all, this is, is the efficient. kind of That's relationship
1: oh, I'm Oh, so wanting. drive-through fucking, yes. yes. <laughs> Kathy got a hit and run. Yeah. That's
0: right. Go in there, get what I need. And then I'm get out. Get the fuck you out. You you can yeah. spend the night. I'm all, I'm not spending spending the night, I'm out of here. I don't need you. I got what dresses. I wanted. In your
1: underwear, <laughs> fucking playing video games. I got my dick. I'm out the <laughs> door.
0: That's exactly how I felt. That is good. <laughs> That's you taking
1: control. You're yeah. saying these are my needs. That's me
0: being a selfish asshole. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Like, I'm sure he was real phased by it. That's true. No, she doesn't love me anymore. Click, no. click. Derp, derp. <laughs>
3: blinky light. He forgot light, about me light. the minute <laughs> I left. I,
0: totally. I walked out that
3: door. He
1: just... <laughs> he got his, his blow job.
0: He got his fucking... He's good, too.
1: So good. Yeah. That is nice. good. That's actually, that's actually kind of cool.
0: It was good.
1: I took control.
0: What's a master class snob... Tell me, tell me about that.
1: Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna tell uh, just real quick. Okay. I, I, you know, for five months, I did. I may not have talked about it on the show. You see, advertising for it, this MasterClass.com where they have like literally all the legitimate people, the people who actually succeeded in life where I failed. You know, like Gordon Ramsay has a master class for cooking, and then Dead Mouse has, uh, you know, EDM music, and then who's the guy? Who is it? Von Buren. Yeah, Arvind Van Buren. I think it's, yeah, it's that guy who's amazing. It's fucking great. So it's like they have I these have the classes. Online. They, I can find they you know, uh, Jane Armin. Goodall, um, the Martin conservation, Scorsese. Martin Scorsese, like they all just... They got him to teach a fucking master class, and so they literally fifteen bucks a month. It's one hundred and eighty a year, and I held out for like six months because I'm a cheap bastard, and <laughs> and then I finally just said, you know, Hans Zimmer. Oh my god, fucking you know all the movie scores and Sherlock Holmes and all this stuff. And all these great directors and, and they just – te- Christine Aguilera is teaching singing and ushers teaching stage presence. And, and uh, Steve Curry is – Stephen Curry, what are the basketball guys teaching how to free throw or whatever the fuck they're teaching. <laughs> but it's like all legitimate people. It's not just like hacks like me that are like, oh, I couldn't make it as a rock star, so I guess I'll teach. These are people that actually made, you know, something. And so just all the philosophy, just Kathy – I mean, because you see interviews with people and that inspires you and they talk about it. But they actually to have them sit down for like five hours of instruction to tell you this is my process. This is how I did it. This is Martin Scorsese saying this is how I made Goodfellas and, and you know, Casino and all of these types of things and Ron Howard talking about. And so just it's amazing so I just got real snobby about it, and I'm like, dude, this is this is awesome. In 20 minutes of watching some of these things, I had like 16 different epiphanies about what I'm not doing in my own thing. So it was it was real cool. So I pass along good information. Obviously, if the people at MasterClass.com would like to reimburse my fucking 180 bucks <laughs> for promoting them, I'll take them. But if not, go to MasterClass.com and really. So you
0: were inspired.
1: I was, That's and great. and literally, I just you get a year. You can watch all of these things. You can watch all of these classes, and and what you may not learn a lot of technical skills because they may not be you know great technical teachers. But you're going to hear philosophy. You're going to hear theories. You're going to hear what people did that made it work for them. And mm-hmm. these people, a lot of them are like multimillionaires and and just incredible storytellers and things like that. Wow. So really cool. it that's so that's my nerd thing. Is I continue my little education and i'm getting better at things so that was that Peace. that was that can we move on now we can move Let's on, move on just another day on bed life with bondage kink and freaky sex Ooh, is freaky the type, the type of things you see on bed life will leave you happy horny
0: enlightened
1: or possibly perplexed
0: For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so.
1: This is going to be good.
0: This week we're going to talk about, for fuck's sakes, post called The Dirty Nasty Things I Do. I know from the title already I'm going to like
1: this. I like this one. Yeah, this is good.
0: She says, tonight I had sex with two men. Slut. Hey! <laughs> I say
1: no was slut shaming. I say it, Who said we're shaming? <laughs> it's a fucking badge of honor around here, kiddo.
0: I was tied up, spanked, humiliated, degraded. My tits were bruised. My face was smacked. Every full, hole I have that could accommodate a cock was used. I came over and over until I lost count. This is an example of the dirty, nasty things I do. I top. I bottom. I like cock. I like pussy. I enjoy pain. I enjoy giving pain to others. I love sex. I love BDSM, but sometimes I can hear the voices from my childhood and they are whispering slut, whore. (laughs) Years later and hundreds of miles away, I can still hear the whispers of members of my church, hear the sound of my mother's voice hissing those hateful words at me. I don't judge anyone else by what they do in their bedroom with other consenting adults, but sometimes I judge myself. I forget that the dirty, nasty things I do are just that, dirty, nasty things I do. They don't erase my intellect or my heart. They don't make me less of a person. I am a wife and a mother. I am a good friend. I'm smart and I'm funny and I'm pretty damned loving. This morning I made snack baggies and fruit bowls for my family. This afternoon I hit the local warehouse store. And tonight I did the dirty, nasty things I do. And that is O-fucking-K.
1: God damn Skippy.
0: That's right, damn it.
1: Damn Skippy. I, uh, what I enjoyed about this is because obviously, uh, you know, when, when she's hearing old voices and old programming, uh, especially negative, invalidating environments uh, that a lot of us came from. Religious. Uh, religious, definitely an invalidating uh, uh, mindset uh, about your exploration of yourself. You're not supposed to. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, uh, you know, that, that obviously connects a lot with me because I still have to deal with those same voices um, all the time. You know, they still come up. It's, it's not, obviously, it's not a permanent thing. Uh, and, and they go away very quickly. Uh, Bunny actually had a, a situation, not kink related, but some old programming was triggered. Um, you know, and then there's that fear because it's right there. I think a lot of people get surprised, and I know Bunny was like surprised. Like you kind of get like this. I thought I was over that guilt and shame thing. I thought I dealt with that. Right. I thought I forgave my mom. Uh, now here I am resenting my mom again. You know, I farted on her grave. You know, fifteen years ago, and laughed about it, and and whatever. But now here I am. You know, ten years later, resenting it, and you know whatever. And so I think sometimes we get really uh, surprised that there's that that stuff is still in our head. Like it, it should have just deleted. You know,
0: it doesn't delete just because we decide it does. You know, you and I will sit there discussing it and our intellectual minds will say it really makes absolutely no sense for us to feel that way. And we we talk the hell out of it and we come to some conclusions based on what our left brain says, because it's actually true what our left brain is telling us. And the conclusions we come to, they're not rationalizing. They're actually true but that doesn't necessarily affect your emotions or your, your base core beliefs that are still there. They, they really, uh, I've, I don't know, off the top of my head, I really can't name anybody I know personally who has overcome core beliefs to that extent. They may have epiphanies, they may uh, come to some understanding, they may change their lives, but I, I don't know that it's possible to really eliminate core beliefs it like is, that.
1: It is. It's called brain cancer or a traumatic brain injury. The, you do, <laughs> wow. The, the, no, I'm serious. <laughs> That's this, the only
0: way. <laughs> well, I believe
1: you. Well, what I'm saying is it's not... Your brain is not a fucking hard drive. And even a hard drive. People think you can delete something. Yeah, have the government take your hard drive. Guess what? They'll find all the shit you deleted. There's it. It just records over there is no deletion your I brain has all agree. that programming unless you have unless you actually damage your brain to a point to where those memories are not able to be recalled by your long-term memory and other whatever programs in the multiple parts of your brain it's always going to be there stop being shocked by that and stop trying to robotize your your humanity part of those little voices i mean i have learned so much sometimes They come up and you're like, what the fuck are you? Where the fuck did you come from? I haven't heard you in like 25 years. Well, it's still there. And obviously something happened. Something removed this data and that data and left a little window. And that fear or that voice came up. But when you're shocked about it, you start to feel bad about yourself. When you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I even thought that. Well, that's one part of your brain that has an ego That's telling you that somehow you have risen above this and that it no longer has an effect on you. Well, you can always re-trigger those things. You can actually go back. I mean, there's people, you know, that got sober 25 years ago and then 25 years later they forgot that they actually had a problem with this and that they were above it and they were better at it. And they start drinking again and they die two days later. There's thousands of those stories. Those things are still in your head. Instead of saying they shouldn't be there and guilting or shaming yourself for those things coming up, instead, just say hi. I do that. Oh, hi, voice from the past that wants to hurt me. How are you doing? Nice to see you. By the way, you can't stay um, because I have these other voices and these other programs that have now made me happier and given me a better way to deal with things than you used to. So, thanks for visiting. Uh, maybe grab a piece of fruit on the way out and go fuck yourself. And then it it dies quicker that way.
0: Much like our poster. Because it sounds to me like she's doing yeah. that much healthier viewpoint. I, I recognize it's there. Comes up every once in a while. But you got to talk that shit down. Yeah. Because it doesn't go away. To me, I, I remember um, as a kid, early teens, starting to struggle with this. the The different parts of me, the... Uh, sometimes I would experience them literally as, as different personalities in me. And, and that was alarming in itself. The last time I ever discussed any of this with my mother, because she was so shocked when I, when I said stuff like that, um, was me trying to explain to her how the small child in me is still there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go absolutely, away. Absolutely. Just the, the, there is a small child in me that felt tremendously hurt when, from my point of view, she abandoned me, which is not absolutely not true, but that's the way the kid in me saw it. And I was trying to explain to her how it's almost like another personality within me. And the the thought was so shocking to her that she was like, oh, honey, don't talk like that. That's a horrible thing. Are you okay? Is there something wrong with you? But I think it's healthy to embrace that that's the way our brains work. If you're not comfortable... Describing it in the way I am I understand that 100% Because that can be an alarming thing to say But that's the way I see it Is that there are parts of me That remain in that Frozen state In the moment that I experience to them And they don't go away you can't erase that shit. It's like you say, if you think of it that way, it is absolutely 100% true. You can't erase that. It doesn't go away. It'll sit down there and you can actually have a great deal of success over life, over the course of your life, um, pushing that shit down or talking that shit down. But you're right. It is there and it will pop up every once in a it while. It is. And it
1: uh, for me, when those things come up, I think I, I don't know if I elaborated on this uh, 10 minutes ago because of my brain. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> it's an opportunity for me to ask why are you here? Voice. Obviously, what did I what you know, when I'm on my program and I am doing my self-work and I'm and I'm doing the things for Boogie that are taking care of Boogie and caring about Boogie and 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 loving myself or liking myself or those things, that voice is, just doesn't come around because it just it just doesn't work. So obviously maybe Some of the good things that I've been doing, um, maybe there's something there that I just maybe got a little lazy on. Maybe I stopped checking in with this part of myself or, you know, having this level of support. Maybe I stopped talking to people about, you know, things that were, you know, problematic for me because, oh, I don't want to be a bother, you know, whatever. But I need that support. I need that person, that objective opinion to say, hey, by the way, yeah, you're, you're still fucking crazy. You know, maybe I stopped doing some of those things. And because of that, the brain is now trying to fix that by defaulting to some of these old programs.
0: Sure. That's a great way to do it. Because if you if you are in a place where you can dialogue with that part of yourself, which I do often also, man, some of the answers you get are so eye-opening. And that's one of the best tools I found that I I use to deal with. You and I have a very similar... Psyche, that's a little scary, buggy.
1: That's because we're spirit lovers.
0: No, don't we say are? That. I intertwine
1: my spirit body with your spirit body.
0: I'm gonna have weird R- hunger dreams now. Right,
1: and dream hunger just dream floats hunger. over as a glowing light. <laughs> <And Kathy. laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, by the <laughs> way,
1: by the way, Dell, <laughs> You're supposed to just jump in. You're supposed to just force your way in if you just have. Shove a, my voice over d- your. No. Otherwise, yeah, you just you just you just wait for that pause, and you got it's like fucking, it's like a sketchy ray, wave off a reef where there's some rocks. You just gotta fucking jump off the rock, and
0: That's no and wonder jump in. no one wants to sit in that chair. Well, because
1: I'm just looking at you, and then I'm like, huh, I haven't heard from Dylan. I wonder if he's. We've
0: been. Well, yakking. we don't want to
2: break. Like, if you get derailed, then you're like, what was I saying? Like, we want. Yeah, but it, nobody
1: cares. You know, as long as we're we're talking He'll about. we will call slushy. you on it if you do. <laughs> All right. Did you have anything to add to that?
2: Well like um it was just making me think of the non-fetish kind of cbt mm. cognitive behavioral therapy sure, not talking sure. ball torture of it's how you v- view your thoughts of you're gonna have them and it's just your thoughts aren't facts so try to distance yourself from them and like look at them from other angles it's like oh why do i feel so shitty it's like no no, no you're tired why are you tired like oh you woke up late you didn't have coffee like it's not like you all the time like there's external right. factors so sure workshop the thought
1: very good like cognitive it. behavioral therapy i've been doing a lot of that lately hey. i'm glad you brought that up yay
0: That's good is therapy
1: yeah I, I am a little I. So I. yeah
0: everybody's in th- i want to be yeah, in therapy yeah you know why can't um, I, I be in therapy it's pricey yeah it is
1: yeah uh-uh. fair therapy for, well i, I mean i'm therapy. i'm poor so i'm <laughs> I'm on Medi Cal, so You're get, on the
0: poor therapy. I got it on poor therapy. Yeah, but therapy. You can I get a cold. half hour. Sheets, like,
1: when I meet with my therapist, it's like twenty five minutes. How the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out. I got twenty you're other people. Lying. I it swear to God, not. it's twenty five minutes. Twenty five minutes to I a always half think hour. it's
2: like, oh, it's an hour's like, oh no, it's actually fifty minutes like to kick you out. Yeah, after. yeah, no, no. I
1: don't I I don't get the fifty. They're like and they're looking at it like Well it sounds they,
0: to me like you get a lot of therapy from interacting with your girls and Every time I see, well, you, you're I mean, like, the, yeah. we had a major breakthrough this week. Or, yeah, it's yeah. Good. You,
1: you don't. I mean, if you don't have money, there are sources. There are definitely sources um, to learn about cognitive behavioral therapy or dialectical or, yes, thinking. Or that there is, there are millions. Also, uh,
2: just, like, even if you can't afford the $20 worksheets, you can find the worksheets online and just, like, print them out again. Yeah, and, like, do I the mean,
1: exercises. there's so many things. Reparenting, uh, which was very uh, effective uh, therapy for me. I just, there is a book. I got it for $3 online, you know, and they mailed it to me. Well, I got to uh, find
0: something because you, Whit Paddle, and Creative Explorer are it for me, and that's... Obviously not enough. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: when we're intertwined sexually in space. Oh, the three of you? Yes. No, oh, just oh, you. Just you and me. Oh yes. Just wait, you and me. Wait, wait. The let me lock actually, that in. We're going to go Mormon, like and you're going to inhabit my earth and have spirit babies for me, and be one of my many wives. I
0: literally don't know what you're talking about. You don't need to okay. know. You're let's, just a woman. Oh my! Muse, <laughs> 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 <Ew>, stop laughing.
1: <laughs> just
2: Oh, Sorry, yeah, I mean, we he did some blasphemy play with Mormonism. <laughs> the <there's>, peanut crowd. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's,
1: oh, we put fucking Ungers on siesta right now. Look <laughs> <laughs> at him. He's got his fucking sombrero. That sombrero is huge. He's, He's like just falling asleep. He's in siesta. <laughs> fucking get it on. Get it? Oh, somebody this. take
0: a picture. Let's move on, please.
1: Oh dear God! <laughs> Could we move on, please? Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now.
0: Despite all the talking we do about therapy, none of us here are therapists.
1: Except, we're not. For me,
0: especially Boogie.
1: I am the rapist.
0: <laughs> that you are the rapist. <laughs> that. Uh- <laughs>
1: oh.
0: Are and, and the day is mine? <laughs> <laughs> we are so old. I got the reference. Oh, <laughs>
2: it exists on YouTube.
1: Oh my god!
0: Oh my god! You so watched funny. it
2: live on television at like nine. Yeah, <gasps> tr- it's Did true. Did he
0: just call us old?
2: It's true, though people well, watch actual television and not, not just. And we
0: computers. had to get up and on a change picture the channel. tube. <laughs> on a
2: picture tube, and my grandmother you, had one of those.
1: You could actually put a flashlight in the dark on your TV picture tube, and like it would glow. I you could draw on it just after sketches of television. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, today we have a <laughs> a letter from anonymous. I think I can Hello, understand anonymous. why he wants to remain anonymous. He says, I just started listening to your podcast as part of a kinky journey I have undertaken over the past few years. I have explored fet life and many different types of porn and chatted to so many different people and have even invested in a prostate massager, which as a straight guy raised Catholic was a big jump. Good for you. That's actually is a pretty big jump for a Catholic to put something in their bum.
1: No, it's actually not. It's just... (laughs) For a guy. It's not a guy's butt. It's just new
0: to admit it. Oh, I see. (laughs) It's actually
1: very popular.
0: He says, I'm writing into your amazing podcast because I have a girlfriend whom I love very much. But imagine vanilla ice cream, then water it down, then add some more milk and boring, and you're getting to where my girlfriend ranks on the kinky scale. Ouch! Ouch! That fucking hurts. That (laughs) doesn't sound nice or delicious.
1: Be a little more more gentle with your lover.
0: Ouch. (laughs) He says, uh, we have been dating for five years, and I'm nearly 100% sure she doesn't or hasn't ever masturbated, even making fun of people who do. She won't watch porn with me, nor will she explore anything other than some pretty good vanilla sex. Another point I feel I should make is that she has never orgasmed, as far as I'm aware. Not by herself or with me trying so hard. I don't know why I'm writing. I don't know if I need advice or what. Can you help? Yikes. Well, uh, I, I have something to say. <laughs> Kathy, <laughs> Kathy, why don't to you Kathy. go ahead and start right. this? I got to say that there's a couple of things that bother me about what he said. That One of them is I'm nearly 100% sure she hasn't ever masturbated. You've been with her for five years. And you haven't talked to her about that? That level of communication does not sound good. Neither does. She has never orgasmed, as far as I'm aware. As far as you're aware. If
2: you're dating for five years and you can't ask the question, have you had an orgasm? uh, Maybe that could
1: be some of your problem, Is you're not having that conversation to... Many conversations. Many conversations.
0: But that leads me to wonder, uh, this journey that he's undertaken, as he says, over the past few years... Has he discussed this with her? Does she know about this? Or is this all on the down low? Because if she's not willing to watch porn with you and she's not into any of that stuff other than straight, boring, vanilla sex, I, and you mentioned that you've been watching porn, that you've met people, that you've been on FetLife, I can't imagine that you've actually talked to her about it. I could be totally wrong, but if you haven't,
1: There's that's the start. That's nice. where you start. He, notice he's like, I'm not asking for advice, I, but you're going to get it, it motherfucker. <laughs> We see some things here that maybe can help. Uh, uh, it, very good observation, Kathy. Bravo. Bravo on your oh, observ- you. observation Um, Because that's your, your first place is you have to have those brave conversations. And there are ways to approach those conversations. And we talk a lot about that on the show. You can't just come out to somebody that you know what he does know is that she has not expressed interest in some of those things. So I kind of get the impression that maybe they have talked about some of these things. Sure. A little. and she's For him like, to know
0: she doesn't like porn, they must yeah, have talked Yeah, so they about must it, have yeah.
1: kind of been like that, and she must have said some things. But um, there is a way to definitely up up the game of saying, these are things that are very important to me. Um and you can start slow. You know, you don't have to come in like, "Oh, I, you know, I want you to put on strap-on and fuck me in the ass and and uh, you know, bring in fire and needles and all of these things, but you can definitely let your partner know, "Hey, um, there's some things that are are very important to me." And and if you're important to me, cuz by starting out, I mean, it, it And once again, we don't know the person. We don't know how much we've talked about it. We don't know how much they've talked about it. So we're kind of just speculating based off what's written. So, you know, but there definitely seems to be um, some Mm -hmm. kind of resentment on his part towards her uh, for this, which is understandable because you have needs and these wants and you want your partners to be able to at least be supportive of that and explore that. But if you're not getting into those conversations with them, you're not really giving them a chance to explain why they're not into that. Maybe there's some negative programming. Maybe she has uh, like our, you know, the, the FetLife stuff. Maybe maybe there's some religious programming and there's some things where they have a mindset about these things that makes them judge it. and And if you can deal with some of those things you may actually open somebody up. Not only will you become a better communicator in your relationship and have a more intimate relationship with your partner, you will discover or might discover that maybe they are open to some things if it was presented to them in a way that they could understand and digest. Because if they love you and they care about you, then they care about you, all of you. And if you are kinky and you have kinky desires, then they'll in a good communicating relationship, they're going to understand that these are needs that you have.
0: That's true. But I have to say that there's also the possibility of two other things that she actually is not a very sexual person at right. all. I know people like that. Sure. They, it's simply not a priority. It's not a strong urge in them. There's no trauma in their, in their life that leads them to shy away from it. They simply don't like it. It's right. not a big deal to them. Either that or she does have trauma in her life and she doesn't want to deal with it and she doesn't want to talk about it and she's perfectly happy to go on with her life. And I have to say that uh, if that's the case, it's clear that the both of them are diverging drastically in their sexual lives in an area that is so fundamental to the human experience to be so going in such different directions. uh, It's unusual. And I have to say that it's, not doesn't sound like it's easy to maintain a relationship with that level of difference.
1: If the relationship is amazing, if the communication is amazing, if you guys have a lot of other things in common um, and you are fulfilled in many other areas of your relationship besides uh, your sex life. I would say you absolutely can. You can make the call. I want to stay with this person because there's so much incredible intimacy that I have in this relationship. And he said, for vanilla sex, you know, she was good in bed, you know, in in the non kinky way. Um, So if there's a lot there, then okay, maybe. If there's not a lot there, and we're kind of getting the sense that if you're not communicating with her, you don't even know what's there on on a level. Yeah,
2: that's like relationship limbo of. You're going to keep go like just drop all kink and you're gonna be with this person or actually have a talk of like are any like why don't you like these things or mm-hmm. like are you into any of these things? And also there's just like this stereotypical fetish porn is terrifying. Like your mother sees that as a teen's like, that's abusive, like broken dot com or something, sure. if you have no idea about kink. And then you like come to a and you're just like, Oh, they're very loving, like there's no sense of aftercare in porn. Right.
0: Right. But and then there's um it is, a, in, at least in my experience, rare to find a human being who is so okay with it that she's perfectly fine letting you go down, explore your path of cake right. and BDSM. It, it, from one thing that he said, that she makes fun of people who masturbate, that does not point to somebody who it has a healthy acceptance of other people's sexuality, if you're making fun of people who masturbate.
1: Well, or you're, or you're doing like the religious thing like I used to do where you're making fun of people because they're doing things that you secretly wish you could do.
0: Right. So best case scenario would be she's simply not that into sex and she's perfectly okay with you being into it. And you guys have so many things going for you in other areas. You're fabulous friends, wonderful companions, and you want to spend your life as companions together having vanilla sex. And she's perfectly happy with you going off on your kink journey then it's a win-win it's all good but it doesn't sound to me from the things that he said like that's true and if it's not true and you do in fact have some major miscommunication happening there or lack of communication in that you're not discussing with her this path you're going down you're not allowing her to weigh in I cannot help but foresee a great deal of problems in the future for them.
1: Well, it sounds like the guy's on the edge of cheating and and creating an entire alternate life, which...
0: How many years can you possibly go down that kink journey we not...
1: Which, at that point, the relationship is in pretty much danger anyway because now you're living a lie in your relationship. And if you're not communicating and you don't have these things that are great, then you got to start asking, why the fuck am I here? Because if you're just going to be a liar in your relationship you've already kind of you don't you know, have a relationship. Yeah, you don't really have a relationship anyway. And so even I, if, if you're ha- there for kids or, you know, whatever, fine, but now Yeah. Even still if he just hasn't the
0: lie. to I mean, he's been on this journey for a few years and all he's done And we don't done, have a number
2: and it's like you've been with her 5 what how long have you been looking at kink and not talked about exactly, it? that's my point exactly.
0: Yeah, and if he's doing all, all the things that he's mentioned, talk to people on FetLife, go to munches, buy himself a prostate massager, watch porn or like the bare minimum that you can do without actually cheating and right. like you're right i'm wondering at what point he's going to cross that line sure. and say i can't do this for another five years just watch porn and just talk to people i'm ready to do more than just dip in my toe and
1: that's where the communication comes in i mean it's not it's not often but that's where we have a lot of people that come to the dungeon and their mates are not kinky but they allow them to come and at least do a certain amount, you know. Maybe it's they're, they're not allowed to have sex with somebody or kiss somebody or whatever. But, you know, if if they want to come and, and get their ass kicked, you know, great. Go do it. But you it. have to talk and, about it first. Yeah. You abs- that's a, that's, you know, there's different levels of negotiation. I mean, the supreme level is we have people in where they, have, they, they keep it open and they're allowed to do kind of everything. And because the partner just – they don't care about this kinky stuff or sex – you know, but then there's a lot of people that come in and they're like, well, you know, my husband's not into this rope bonded stuff, but I love it. And he says, OK, well, you can go and get tied up. Just don't fuck anybody or don't kiss anybody or only play with girls or only play with men or only, you know, those are the things that can come out of good communication. You may yeah. find that common ground where or uh, sometimes it's go to a professional. I've, I've seen that a lot. To where the, the spouse will be like, as long as you go to a professional, I know that you're not going to like leave me for the professional because the professional has no interest in you, you know, other than professionally. Right. So there there are definitely options, but without that communication, you're actually just wasting your time.
0: Yeah. I know. Uh, Sorry, Anonymous. This is probably not what you wanted to hear. We are doing a great deal of speculating. We don't know that much about your relationship. So we're throwing out as much as we can so that Based you can. Based on what, what yeah. we're
1: at. Yeah. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah, that's tough, though. Um, I got to say, if you're in love with somebody and dedicated to someone who has such a a different viewpoint about sex than you do, wow, that is a hard...
1: Even if I couldn't have sex physically, like, eventually my fucking penis is going to turn into dust, and I'm not going to be able to fuck anymore. (laughs) That's a lovely image. It's already half just... (laughs) (laughs) I'm all, hey, baby, you want to do something? (laughs) Pfft.
0: <laughs> it just oh god! Dissolves damn. It. Into just chest. literally
1: just runs down the fucking <laughs> toilet. laughing
0: at that.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, sorry. The
0: image. And then I'm like,
1: well, things. maybe I, well, maybe I can finger you. <laughs> oh <laughs> goddamn arthritis! Well, let me get an elbow. <laughs> oh, and yeah, I'm just you're so just
0: disintegrating. when I'm like when
1: I'm just a stub, just a nub <laughs> of a human being, and even if I can't have sex physically. I couldn't be with somebody that I couldn't at least be sexually exploring mentally with. I couldn't do it.
0: And then what if she, they do have that. What if? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a toughie and not, I don't, uh, (laughs) we'd love to hear.
1: My penis
2: again. Sorry. I'm just trying to imagine what response they were hoping for.
0: Uh, I have a feeling that the reason he was like, I don't even know if I need any advice. Probably because he, he knew was, because we were going to tell him a to new get one. to work. <laughs> we're going to say,
1: get off your fucking ass and start working on this. You know, don't cheat.
0: I, I can't imagine. Or he's
1: waiting for us to say, yeah, don't don't be yeah. in this relationship. I,
0: I can't imagine uh, being falling in love with someone and then finding out that I really go for this kinky stuff. I, I cannot imagine how hard that would be for me. Yeah. But eventually I would have to because I cannot stand living a lie like that. Yeah. But it would, oh, it would just fucking kill me. So, so anyway.
1: feel for you. Yeah. It's awful. Should
0: we should check in with Unger because we haven't even found out what's going on in that faux chat room. Are they in the actual... Unger,
1: Unger, Blood crotch. Oh,
0: God. Are they in the munger, right one this time?
1: Munger, munger, blood crotch. I like yep. Dells. just like anticlimactic. Blood, blood crotch. crotch. Hey, blood crotch. Yes. <laughs> I think it to be blood crotch. You did get big, to be budgeted. No, because life took some
3: weird turns and I did not get to go to Wasteland weekend this week. Oh, that uh, sucks. Yeah, it did. Big time.
1: But the legend of Blend like people here are like Bloodcrotch is gonna be here, right? Like you're down just <laughs> you're now just fucking <laughs> Bloodcrotch is a powerful character. And you know why? Because we just repetition, Kathy. Oh, sorry, that's not Bloodcrotch. <laughs> crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I am under, I'm blood, blood, blood crotch, blood crotch, blood crotch.
2: I don't know what's
3: going on.
0: Yeah. I'm just
2: pushing buttons. Apparently, Stop there's a it. lot of. Stop it! Learn your board. I
0: know. Do,
1: do. I don't Oh, care. do that one. No, uh, that one's Do learning. it! No, this is your favorite.
0: Who doesn't love anal? Blood
1: crotch. Straight shooter and I'm going in your booter. Who doesn't love anal? Blood crotch. Get a little lube and let my weenie love your poop tube.
3: And then you will have blood in your crotch. <laughs> it's so From hard anal. Gross. And blood crotch yeah. comes
0: in the night. What? <laughs> blood Batman. crotch.
3: Batman. Batman. <laughs>
0: Uh, Unger, are they in the right chat room this time yes they are
3: we actually have a small group tonight but we oh. do have a group in there and we're chatting about all kinds of different things
0: okay are you chatting uh, about blood crotch
3: no well we did learn that Aki secretly masturbates to Boogie
1: <gasps> <gasps> okay hang on a sec <laughs> he wants to know what name Me that you was you just again. had a
0: heart attack over before there before
1: <laughs> we all get excited about this I know Aki yeah. and my first response is like eh, no <laughs> I already fucking know that it's not me in a position that I want to be in. Oh. Am I right? She, see, all I have, I don't is know I, if you get the cons- pretty, All
3: I have is Aki secretly masturbates to Boogie. I am how she masturbates I to
1: you. Promise don't you, you know. that it's yeah. not. Oh, I'm Aki. Oh, Boogie, you're so dominant. Lay down and let me take no, you. It's not. No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's her doing some fucking freaky chastity ball finger in my ass shit.
0: Well, it's a fantasy. You don't have any. That's what anything. I'm saying.
1: Yes. That's why I didn't get excited. I'm am, like, good
3: for you. Enjoy I, your fantasy. I am shocked. I don't have more marks on me than I do. She
1: is vicious from this weekend. She is vicious.
3: My, my right hand is slightly swollen or my left hand.
1: You guys brawl it out. Always. Yeah, always. They have rough uh, fighty sex.
3: That's how we do things. Oh. That's how we do rope. Oh. Yeah. I've got to take her down catch her, take her down, and she fights when I'm doing rope.
0: Well that's right. You and that's tell how us we that do it. And
3: it's fun. But rope isn't pretty when you do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not not it's practical. <laughs> it's a whole other way of doing it. <laughs> that's good. Uh we're also talking about bastonado. Um Torture of feet? Yeah, uh, because. Yeah. Um, um,
0: I've yet to partake of that. I don't like that.
1: I do that shit. I was love, love smacking love feet. Huh? Yeah.
3: Love Pain and, hurt and, and uh, Hunt Clue were two of the ones that were there this weekend also. And I was doing fire on, on um, Love Pain. It was the first time she'd done fire play. And um, I said, Well, I can always set your feet on fire. And she's like, No. So uh, kind of freaks out, doesn't like feet stuff. So now we're just messing with her because she's in the chat tonight. And I'm talking about Fire Bastinado. I can make a fire cane and, and go from there. Nice. Fit stuff. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. And the fact that, that, uh, I'm taking bits and pieces of what you all are saying and putting it in the chat out of context, which is just
1: <laughs> fantastic. That's the best.
3: <laughs> which is what uh, led to Mackie secretly masturbating to uh, it's I not,
0: even not, even not
1: I just don't even want to know.
0: No, let's go on to our perverted mailbox.
1: Uh, per- is it perverted mailbox? Yes, it is. Well, then I will press the perverted podcast <laughs> mailbox. <dip laughs> Words. <backwards. laughs> oh, God damn it. There goes my balls. Perverted mailbox.
0: Just please don't let more parts of you start to disintegrate, Boogie. God damn it. You know what? This time we've got some Patreon loving.
1: We do. We've been having uh, some... Have we, we gotten got responses? S- Can we say hi I've to them? I've got two
0: responses. You? Two people who have, said, who have sent us messages. Sent us messages of love, Boogie. Very good. Because they love us. The first is from Matrix. We know Matrix. Matrix has been sending us money for quite some time. I'm not ashamed to say that because... <laughs> He's just loving on us. I'm pretty sure he's the one who sent us that video a while ago video? of him talking to us while he was driving.
2: Oh, is it, I remember that. Yes, yeah, the one I'm that we did not hear fully.
0: Okay. He says, "Man, Boogie, you are really something and I am so damn pleased to be supporting you and Kathy in the show. I don't always get a chance to listen in, but when I do, I am entertained in so many ways and not a single episode goes by where I'm not belly laughing at something. I hope you get a million dollars a month for this shit. You are so worth it." Yeah. <laughs> I just want to cry. People like us. This is so nice. I can't even. I mean, Matrix really is a longtime supporter of us on on Patreon. And well,
1: thank you very much to hear much. that it
0: had that we haven't fucked it up over the <laughs> over the episode. Usually, people put in
1: five <laughs> bucks and they're like, "Why yes, did I do this? I How do I out get? of here, dear Patreon? <laughs> I sincerely regret my life choices <laughs> after the second episode, and I was no longer drunk. <laughs>
2: Well, you can see tomorrow, because they got billed today. Yes. So. That's
0: right. And then we also got a message from, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Storenda, who says, I can say hands down, listening to the, to both the backlog and from time to time catch up on the recent podcast, that you, Kathy, Abyss, Creepy, and many other guests have said things or contributed to conversations that have directly kick-started solutions to issues that have plagued us for years. Master and Hours dynamic is healthier than it has been in 10 plus years. Part of that is definitely due to the podcast. Aww. I'm just so happy to hear that shit.
1: I actually went and posted. I'm working on the Patreon because everyone, you know, yeah. told me what a loser I am. So. <laughs> I actually, you know, started posting and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I think I can do this." So, you know, so I'm trying to be more active and more interactive and, and stuff with our support. And supporters. so we
0: got some, and that's very nice so of good. them it's to say. it's very good. That. And
1: once again, no pressure on anybody. If you don't have money to support, you don't have to support. We love the fact that you're listening to the show and hope you're getting something out of it. Tell your friends uh, about our show and and there's not a lot of us. There's 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 probably like maybe 10-15 bdsm podcasts that are worth a shit and uh and so you know there's 15 percent of people are kinky at some level so do the math there's millions and millions of people out there that could benefit from the type of stuff that we do so
0: and we could definitely benefit from some more equipment as there is lint all over the lint what what we're working
1: at now okay here's here's (laughs) fantasy because all the wires and stuff get in the way. Obviously, you see this spaghetti fucking factory that we have in front of us. <laughs> um, I'm try- we're working on getting the headsets that, are, that also have the mic. So we get the monitor in our ears, and then we actually have a decent quality. And you said
0: you have to, you have to investigate if that is actually possible to have a decent quality. Well, yeah, I mean, you
1: can, but they're just expensive. Like the ones, the football broadcasters and stuff like that they use, those are just completely self-contained wireless headsets. So then you can move around. We can do demos more. We can actually, right. you know, we don't have to hover right here. We can actually sit more casual.
0: And I actually had, I have to I have to explain something. I had somebody ask me, um, you guys have, this is somebody who doesn't know anything about our Patreon. Right. They, uh, they listen to the show and they say, you know, we, we hear that people... I hear that people contribute money, and you guys are always talking about the stuff you need, but I never hear that you guys have actually done anything to upgrade. So for anybody listening who isn't really aware, yes, we do have people on Patreon who support us, but not that many, number one. And those that do uh, contribute small amounts— because sure. that's all they can afford and we're very happy to get it. So sure. it takes a great deal of time to accumulate what is the thousands of dollars it takes, it takes to, get to all update this upgrade electronics.
1: And, and then we will also, you know, it's 15 bucks a month for SoundCloud, it's, you know, it's 3 something hundred a year for our website and then of course all the Not to things mention, that we, have to we do. support FatLife so, sure. yeah, so that we posts. can have the things. So yeah, I mean, the the listeners are the ones that are supporting you are paying for the stuff to do. So besides the work that we do, we don't have to come up with the extra cash to pay all these little things because they do add up. Yeah. And so and in on the meantime, top of we that, we squirrel away. Yeah. On top of that, we squirrel away. And like we were able to buy the editing computer, um, that, uh, every week I put a, a fucked up song at the end of the show and I do it on that <laughs> computer and we make videos on that computer and, and the and that was great. Pod, podcast listeners paid for half of that, you know? So and that was a three thousand dollar fucking rig, right. so uh, so it definitely does uh, work, you know. Yeah. And but the
0: average person doesn't really understand what it is that a podcast does and how expensive it can yeah. be. Yeah, I mean, so. it,
1: all these things, you know, it all costs money. But yeah. uh, but we well, got th- it working.
0: Thank you to everybody on Patreon. Thanks, you guys. Very very very. Oh, exciting. and let's not forget our very own Dell sitting here is a new time contributor.
1: I pre- <laughs> yes, I am. Yes. Is that because I put the five buck because you give a fuck <laughs> no, donation no.
2: tier? That was me making sure that I was p- contributing to the correct podcast. So now you get <laughs> oh, <that's> $20.69 <$20. laughs> <cents> from me. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Thank you very, very much. Oh Wait, wait, what's this? Uh, wait, wait. Is sh- oh, that shrink tank. God damn it. I thought it was host topic.
0: Man, I, had, nope. I sat
1: here all cool. No button for you while you were talking. I was like slowly like uh-huh. going in the computer. Fuck it, it's a host topic. Monkey brains uh. have evolved. I have shit to say, so now I'm gonna say it right here. No. I don't. Remember, I don't remember.
0: <laughs> Did you do that? That's what Did happened. you write a jingle and Did you forget you make a jingle about and you it? That's what like,
1: happens when I just try to sneakily. <laughs> It's a host topic. See? <laughs> that must have been Monkey a... Monkey brain. When Why did you huh? record that? I have no idea. In I, his sleep. I have no idea. You know, I think it's sleep like... Sleep recording. We have like over 100 jingles that I've made. Well over 100.
0: You need to start playing some I, of those. They're hysterical. Well
1: no, People I don't, What do you mean? Them. I play them like 12 times throughout the show. No, you don't. So, but I'm like all of a sudden now I'm like... All, you know, you keep your theme song because we're just keeping it. It's a the theme song. But I definitely want to redo like the, the Fet Life 1's. And probably new perverted podcast, uh, perverted mailbox. and You have like maybe a 10 of each of those. Record. Yeah. Well, there's five weeks, you know, potential of each month, right. four or five weeks. So, it's All right. Let's doing.
0: talk about your grounding and being honest. Yes. Grounding. Did I, did I did put I being honest?
2: Right? <laughs> he didn't mention the honesty to me. <laughs> Shit, <God laughs> Just damn the grounding. It. God damn it. <laughs> uh,
0: well, forget so, that part. Talk about well, this grounding. Is supposed
1: to be, this was supposed to be Shrink Tank, where I talk about the type of stuff that I'm learning in... Uh, in my, in, your f- in, my, in my 20 minutes in my 20 minutes really efficient therapy get in get out fucking the McDonald's fast I didn't food I know it was 20 minutes <laughs> Yeah oh yeah they don't fuck around like she starts tapping her pen <laughs> wrap it up fucker I've how heard much you, can you get covered in? I've, that? I've heard Jesus. you it. Oh, I come in. You think I talk fast on this show?
2: It's like I occasionally show up to my sessions that late. Like, I, Jesus! Yeah, no,
1: no, no, man. Oh you got it. So I know. I got twenty five minutes. She's real busy. <laughs> she's got a big fucking client case, and I'm like, okay. So this is what I do. And I was real how do you feel about that? Okay. All right. Let's move on. Thank you very much. Uh, that's
0: so yeah, boogie's budget therapy. <laughs> but,
1: fuck it, man. I'm gonna go. And it's helped, and I've learned about, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy and dialectical thinking (laughs) very quickly. Which is good, because I like things efficient, Kathy. Okay. Staple that fucking cockatoo to your shoulders. Jump off the cliff. The listeners don't know what you're (laughs) saying. What?
2: Download the spreadsheets and do them at home. By the
1: way, my therapist said, you know, you actually... um, Right? I, I understand what you're saying. Like when I first came in, you know, I was, I wasn't doing well and I was like, and fucking chickens. And you know, Oh my God, you take a chicken and you put a lightning bolt together and then you make super chicken and you know, whatever. And she's like, I have no fucking clue what you're saying. Like she's one of those hardcore fucking, you know, just like doesn't give a fuck, you know? And she's like, boogie, I, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Can you come back? And that's why I like her. Cause she doesn't give a fuck. She's ballsy. Uh, but, yeah.
0: What did she tell you about grounding?
1: So, well, we do... I'm a little snobby about it, you know, because we do grounding in the dialectical thinking uh, workshop before. And the idea of grounding is being present, finding present, putting your feet flat on the ground. Being in the moment. Being in the moment. Be aware of your breathing. Be aware of are you uncomfortable? Who's around you? How does that make you feel? You know, just that... Uh, just. Being present and just checking in with everything. And, and, you know, it's also called mindfulness. You know, like when you're really stressed out about things or the past or the future and whatever, it's just what's going on right now? What am I smelling? What am I breathing? What what do I see? Is there anything around that looks nice or whatever? So we do a lot of that. And I find that um, most of the time I'm not grounded. I'm not now grounding. Of course, there's also grounding or earthing. That's the other thing that I was really hot on for a while. Um, but then realized that there's no actual ground anywhere. Yes. Unger. I can, uh, sorry about that. Turn this off (laughs) while you work on your mic stand. Um, but, uh, but, uh, I did a lot of research on this and so I really wanted to talk about it because it really is effective. Um, and you used to hear a lot of this, you know, when we used to have, like, we're in Los Angeles and it's all asphalt and all the buildings are insulated and we all wear, you know, tennis shoes and and, and uh, we don't have a lot of actual contact with the ground. And and there's a lot of research now for people in big cities um, that we have a lot more inflammation. We have a lot more, uh, you know, besides the air quality, um, that we have a lot of, like, odd problems be- and And a lot of that a lot of this research is showing a lot of that is because we 're not connected with the magnetic pole of the planet because you know we wear tennis shoes, so we 're insulated from whatever free rat there 's all these terms that i 'm not even going to get into um, plus my my notes went somewhere oh they're behind that so so but it was really interesting, and i 've really found okay here uh, uh, here 's the you know whatever grounding or earthing refers to connecting electrically with the earth a growing body of research is finding numerous health benefits as a result of the physical body being grounded unfortunately with our modern rubber or plastic soled shoes and insulated sleeping arrangements we no longer have a natural electrical connection to the earth unless we are walking barefoot inflammation is all these things that are listed and there's a lot of study on it now so so the things I'm learning are, are like, hey, because I do notice, and even if it's a placebo effect, when I go to a park and I take my shoes off and I put my bare feet on the ground or I go to the beach and I walk, you know, on the shore barefoot or just even in dirt, you know, I notice that I feel just more right And, and that's one of the things that I've noticed and I don't get to do it a lot because there's literally like literally I have to drive 10 minutes to a park, you know, just to find a patch of dirt that I can stand on or sit at a bench and have my feet on the ground. But there's just something about putting your feet, you know, or your body, uh, on the ground and just being outside that, um, I've really noticed.
0: And this is something you, your shrink have talked about.
1: Yeah. I mean, mm. they talk about grounding as basically just sitting with your feet flat and your hands down. And, and it's like the grounding, like mentally grounding yourself. And you Meditating. incorporate the and, actual grounding. And so, grounding. yeah. And then there's this other, you know, grounding where it's like, no, grounding, like, you know, you ground electricity. You know, it goes to the ground so you don't kill people and whatever. Um, but there's.
0: And there is a there is something about being honest in that when you ground and you, you're being mindful, you. What you um, pay attention to, what's really happening around? Yeah,
1: because you? now you're 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 connected, and I don't. I believe me, we know. I don't like the wooey. You know, there's some magical influence of of this or that, but just purely from an from a feeling better and energy level, you know, we can't deny there's energy. We were made of energy. Everything's energy. And we were, we weren't made by some magical fucking God. We were, we're, we're parts of the planet. We're parts of the universe. We're space dust. We're, you know, all this stuff that got slammed together and created energy. And now here we are. So the idea that we connect to that, um, for whatever reason, however it fucking works, uh, you can't deny the fact that that these are things that that can help, and I've noticed that when I do those things, maybe it's just the placebo of that I'm taking time for myself and that I'm making sure to just connect or that I'm saying I'm actually a part of this planet I'm not special I'm not unique i'm not I'm not something that's that has to take on the world because I'm responsible for it for some reason. I just get to be a part of this rock that I'm on. Right. I just get to be a part of the universe. I get to be there's I don't have as many responsibilities as I like to think because I'm now attached to the thing that that is much bigger than me. And
0: yeah, and I I have to say that I I also feel like that whenever I I can walk on grass or walk in the sand I often thought that it was it was simply that um, I'm removing myself from the physical atmosphere that I am in all the time, which is I'm walking on concrete, I'm walking on tile, I'm, you know, leaning against a wall, I'm inside air conditioning, mm-hmm. and it was just such, it just, I love being outdoors, and I especially love walking around barefoot, it's... I love the way it feels. I love the way it smells. I love the way it looks. I mm-hmm. love everything about being outdoors, but very often it's a um it's a response to having been indoors too often, sure, so I don't know i I think I agree with you. I don't know that 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 the the grass or the the sand or whatever I'm walking on actually has any property so much as i I just enjoy. Getting away from that, and that represents getting away from that. Sure. So I, I, I love that too. You know what? You and I need to start going out together
1: at least once
0: a week. When
1: we well, get let's go
0: twine. once a month. Okay, yeah, let's, let's not once get a month. crazy, crazy here.
1: So start low. No, but because yeah, there I mean, are times Winsular's where I
0: have the free weekend, and I we should get in the car and go down to the beach. I know it's an it's like a forty five minute drive, but. You would love it.
1: I was just like, there's a park right by Fry's.
0: Beach.
1: (laughs) It's a nice grass. We'll
0: start small. We'll start small. It's like like you're
2: all about the ground, but there is science of just getting sunlight is good for you. Yeah, that's the
1: other thing. I don't really leave a lot. And then I think, and it's like literally, when is the last time my feet actually touched earth? When? How many weeks? Weeks has it been? Since, yeah, I've gotten some sun and been outside, you I know. would have to
2: look on a calendar. It's like, yeah, I went like, to a beach because I got dragged. i like, yeah, otherwise, it's Yeah, when's the concrete? last time
1: I actually went outside? Because there's n- everything around here is asphalt and sidewalk. There's no, like, maybe they have little trees growing in places. That's I true. could go I, pull I have over have to have my next to a tree Dogs on the street all, like, and, the like, walk term. around the street. Yes,
0: I have to have flip-flops on or something. I'm like, yeah I don't nothing. want to touch the grass. Yeah,
1: there's nothing. So, I mean.
0: A, I don't know. It just becomes a thing. That's how you I think it doesn't even occur to me. I have a backyard. I could go out there and walk around. But
1: there's a lot of people that have said, hey, you know what? I had a lot of problems with back problems and a lot of things with inflammation. And it, the big one is inflammation. There's all free radical blah, 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 negative electron, whatever shit that they have. But there's a lot of people that said, hey, I had a lot of these problems. Uh, and then just going and just literally putting my feet on the ground for 15 minutes a day. Actually, some of these problems actually started to reverse. So, whether that's anecdotal or whatever, it, I know I don't feel good physically now. I have pain all day, every day. I mean, of course, having voracious, you know, hot, amazing women around that need my my dirty, you know, loving.
0: nobody, like, nobody feels so hard. has nobody, any symptoms. But what I'm saying
1: you. is, is. You know, I need to do things. Otherwise, I'm just going to cripple in pain because it's gotten bad. So maybe right. going outside and just Next walking. weekend, I have
0: free. So let's challenge.
1: So if you are a Perverted Podcast listener, can you please... E- we should ask more. Please, if you have a story that, that you say, <laughs> yes, I relate to this.
0: Oh, you know what? I'd like to ask the listeners. This is... October, I believe, has a fifth Monday in it, which means we're going to be doing... Uh, pajama erotica yes pajama erotica has annoyingly bad rap oh and some right. sexy poetry reading when i am out of ideas so if you guys could email and just send whatever you got and we'll do something with that i would really really appreciate
1: perverted podcast at uh, com. we have been getting more interaction that's a lot of fun it is a good sign that our five listeners are actually working harder we have more than That's
0: five. Just, I know. We have. I, have, I feel very fortunate. Have I have like, a lot to choose from every week. Yeah, so we it's have, great. But don't, don't get lazy and think because I have a lot to choose from. You shouldn't write to us. We love hearing from all of you. And I, I keep this stuff and choose it based on what we're going to be discussing in the Fet Life stuff topic. So it's please write to us. We love you and we're needy.
1: Needy. <laughs> We celebrate your voracious sexual enthusiasm And titillate our listeners with your featured orgasm That's right, baby
0: You know what? What? Before we get into this, I'm going to make you talk about no absolutes Why? Because I think it's a good thing, I want I want you to... You skipped over it on Potato Mayhem. Tell us about No Absolutes.
1: Okay. uh, This was basically me. Uh, I've had a number of people um, that interpret things I say. And, of course, uh, I do ham it up for the show. It's, It's true. It's a show. So... Sometimes when I go over the top and I yell and scream or, you know, tell people you're a fucking, I don't know what the fuck, whatever <laughs> we're shit, polite today shit, whatever fucking clean. I, I was a little butthurt, you know, about the fucking lube all over the couches.
0: That's you true. You fucking
1: <laughs> sick pieces of fucking kill yourself shit. Oh my
0: God. So I have wow. this
1: kind of like thrill, you know, whatever I am, asshole, I don't know, but it's a character and uh, <laughs> not completely a character. There's a lot of honesty to it. But I just want to remind people: if you ever wonder, if you ever wonder, like you, when you think about me, because I want you to think about me all the time, (laughs) especially when you go to sleep. I don't care unless you are acky. Unless you are acky, then how you (laughs) think about me, I really don't want to know about. (laughs) Just, I just don't. But I just want to say my core belief, the only belief that I hold to. The strongest when all the anger and rants and opinions and righteousness and everything where it just sounds like this guy believes this shit and he is passionate about it. I want you to know that under all of it, there are no absolutes, there will never be an absolute. There are no absolutes in this universe, there are no absolutes on this planet death and, and taxes and their death and taxes doesn't mean that well, you know what? A lot of people avoid uh, taxes <laughs> and death is subjective. So, um, there are no absolutes. So even though I'm very passionate about things and I say a lot of things, very angrily and hatefully and suggest a lot of people kill themselves, which I still kind of believe it's a core belief. Um, <laughs> but it's not an absolute for everybody. So, because I have been proven wrong millions of times. I will be proven wrong millions of times. I'm just a very... And I'm not saying this is an excuse because I don't need a fucking excuse. Kathy has, has let me know that. I just say this is who I am today. And if you don't like it, fuck off. But...
0: So you're saying when you're talking, we shouldn't really believe you? Pretty much. No, that's not... Really?
1: Yeah, it's actually... I mean, look, I don't even know we exist I don't even know that this is real. I don't know matrix, whatever the hell you want to kill, that this is a, a feedback loop of a reality. All of those things are theoretically possible. There is always, but there are no absolutes. So even if I think I know something, there have been so many times in my life where I thought fucking Jesus Christ was real and that my sins were going to cause me to go to hell from a God that knew I was going to go to hell and created me. Um, I thought I knew a lot of things and I've been wrong about a lot of things, but I have an issue with wanting to be righteous and to not feel like I was the thing that people told me I was.
0: But are you saying this because you've had a sufficient amount of people who believe your rhetoric and you're feeling the burden of that responsibility? No, I just
1: have a lot of... I just... I just want people to know that at my core, I don't really believe all the shit that I say. Or I may believe it today, but I've admitted I've been wrong a lot of times once research and evidence comes out.
0: That's quite a statement, Boogie.
1: So I'm I, I, I going to rant. This is who I am today or who I choose to be today. Uh, I'm not going to ask for forgiveness, and I'm not going to ask for a pass. If you don't like it, then by all means... Don't listen uh, to the fucking show. There's lots of other shows out there. But um, but at the core, when you hear me and it sounds like I'm really serious about something, always know there's always a window that this could all just be bullshit. Right. Is that what you wanted me to say? Uh, yes. You I just like better. it when I say I'm probably wrong about everything? No, I thought it oh.
0: was a, quite a statement you were making.
1: That and wasn't a feature. You glossed
0: right over it on potato, ma'am. I'm God damn it! I'm sick and tired of him just glossing over the shit. We're going to come back. To so
1: it. now, what do I just play this again? Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we celebrate your voracious sexual enthusiasm. Unger Moan, lead our listeners with your <gasps> orgasm, blood crotch. <laughs> orgasm okay. from your blood crotch. Yeah.
0: Well, where else?
1: Okay, so. uh
0: so, Who's this? Huh?
1: Well, this is one people have been waiting for for a very <laughs> long time. And uh, she can't be here with us in uh, person. So we wanted Bunny to be with us in spirit. And a lot of people have been like, well, you know, Bunny hasn't done a feature. Because, <laughs> you know, Bunny's gorgeous and, and wonderful and a lot of fun to to hear her talk. And so I think everyone just wanted to hear what she sounded like in her moments. And it has been an amazing journey to witness her evolution sexually uh it's it's just it's a lot of fun oh. so uh we haven't done a featured orgasm in a little while and uh except for the cuz they were in the song I did Sex on Other Planets I think it was I don't know I do a song every week um <laughs> where I had both Mew and Bunny orgasms as well like it was like an orgasm solo in the song which was amazing to me um but uh, now let's just go and hear the glorious sounds of Bunny. <clears throat> <coughs> <coughs>
0: Thank you, perverted podcast. That is our show. (laughs) Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record and If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. And thank you to everyone on our Patreon who has donated so selflessly. We really appreciate it, especially Del, who was here with us tonight. Thank you, Del. Thank you. Yay. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, either email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com.
1: Goddamn straight. That was show what 174? <laughs> I just have to look check now. every week. I check everyone on one 174. A lot of fun, show. Dell's good having you. And once again, thank you to all of our listeners, whether you donate or not. Um obviously uh you're more special if you do donate.
0: Oh uh, my god, I can't believe you said that.
1: I just knew that you wanted to hear me say that. No. Um, <laughs> It's just great. This uh, this song uh, is—I like, have no idea what it is, but uh, I just did it this week, and now I'm learning all these things from Dead Mouse and and uh, stuff like that. So here's my new song called "Dancing is a Sex Toy." Has all nothing. Right. To, I don't know if it has anything to do with that, but here it is. We do it, and we will see you guys next week. Woo! We'll see you guys next week. Woo!
0: We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>